Once upon a time, in Reading, Pennsylvania, lived a girl who started singing from a young age. However, nobody ever imagined that one day she would grow up and become the Grammy award-winning singer and songwriter known only as Taylor Swift. But how did Taylor Swift become such a famous musician? And why did she become a country icon to now pop sensation? Was her grandmother really a professional opera singer? And is it true that her father bought the first 100,000 records of her album on release day? to help with the billboard charts. Does she really own a private jet? Is she very superstitious and thinks that the number 13 is her lucky number? Is it true that she has dated and broken up with lots of famous dudes? And is she breaking records on the charts to this day? And what was her life like before fame? This is the tale of Taylor Swift. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Swift was born on December 13, 1989, in Reading, Pennsylvania. Swift spent her early years on her family's Christmas tree farm in nearby Wyomissing. Her grandmother had been a professional opera singer, and Swift soon followed in her musical footsteps. By the age of 10, Swift was singing at a variety of local events, including fairs and contests. She sang the Star-Spangled Banner at a Philadelphia 76ers basketball game at the age of 11, and began writing her own songs and learning guitar at 12 years old. To pursue her music career, Swift often visited Nashville, Tennessee, the country music capital. There she co-wrote songs and tried to land a recording contract. Noting her dedication, Swift and her family moved to nearby Hendersonville, Tennessee, in an attempt to further Swift's career. A stellar performance at the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville helped Swift get a contract with Scott Borkata's Big Machine Records. She released her first single, Tim McGraw, in 2006, and the song became a top ten hit on the country charts. It also appeared on her self-titled debut album in October of that same year, which went on to sell more than five million copies. More popular singles soon followed, including Our Song, a number one country music hit. Teardrops on My Guitar, Picture to Burn, and Should Have Said No were also successful tracks. Swift also received critical praise for her debut effort. She won the Horizon Award from the Country Music Association, CMA, and the Academy of Country Music, ACM Award, for Top New Female Vocalist in 2007. Swift next released Sounds of the Season, 
the Taylor Swift holiday collection that year. Her renditions of Silent Night and Santa Baby were modest hits on the country charts. In 2008, Swift was nominated for a Grammy in the Best New Artist category and won other accolades, including the ACM's Female Vocalist of the Year Award. Around the same time, Swift released her next album, Fearless, which hit the top of both the country and pop charts and stayed there for 11 weeks. By the end of the year, Swift had become the highest-selling country artist of 2008. Swift netted several awards for her work on Fearless, including Video of the Year and Female Video of the Year for Love Story at the 2009 CMT Music Awards. That year, Swift also won the MTV Video Music Awards Best Female Video for You Belong With Me, making her the first country music star to earn a VMA. The win stirred controversy when rapper Kane West leaped to the stage during Swift's speech, took the microphone, and declared that R&B singer Beyoncé should have won Swift's award. The stunned Swift was unable to make her acceptance speech, and West was removed from the show. When Beyoncé accepted her award for Best Video of the Year later in the show, she called Swift to the stage to finish her speech. West later apologized to Swift privately and made a public apology on The Jay Leno Show. Swift soon became an even hotter commodity. Her concert tickets began selling out in less than two minutes, and she also made her second appearance on the comedy show Saturday Night Live, this time as both the host and musical guest. Additionally, in 2010, she became the youngest artist to win the Grammy Award for Album of the Year for Fearless. That year, Swift released a new album, Speak Now, which featured the hit songs Mean, Ours, and Sparks Fly. The album was a success, debuting at number one on the Billboard 200 chart and selling more than one million copies in its first week. She followed with Red, 2012, which featured the hit single We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, and also topped one million in its first week of sales. Swift was ranked Forbes magazine's highest-paid celebrity under 30 in 2012, beating out Justin Bieber, Rihanna, and Lady Gaga with earnings of $57 million. The following year, the musician shared some of her fortune to help others, funding the $4 million Taylor Swift Education Center at the Country Music Hall of Fame in Nashville. The facility opened with three classrooms, a learning lab, and a space dedicated to exhibits for children. In an interview with CMT Hot 20 Countdown, she explained that music education is really such an important part of my life. My life changed so completely when I discovered writing my own songs and playing guitar. And that can't necessarily all be taught to you in school, because there aren't enough hours in the day. In 2013, Swift was also honored with the CMA Pinnacle Award for her achievements as a country music performer and for her positive impact on country music, according to the CMA website. She picked up two other wins for her collaboration with Tim McGraw and Keith Urban at the CMA Awards ceremony held that November. Swift's winning streak continued at the American Music Awards as she picked up the AMA Award for Artist of the Year for the third consecutive time, among other wins. With her next effort, Swift seems to step further away from her country music roots. She released 1989 in October 2014. 
Shake It Off proved to be one of the catchiest tracks of the year, reaching the top of the pop charts, and she immediately followed with the second chart-topping single, Blank Space. In an age of low album sales, 1989 moved more than 1.2 million copies in its first week, making Swift the first artist to top the 1 million mark in opening week sales for three albums. Swift continued to play with her public persona with the track Bad Blood, which features Kendrick Lamar. In the video for the song, which debuted at the 2015 Billboard Music Awards and doubles as a noir action short, she appears as a tough, cutthroat character called Catastrophe. Swift recruited other celebrities to appear in the video as well, including Carly Kloss, Cindy Crawford, and Lena Dunham. In February 2016, Swift opened up the 58th annual Grammy Awards with another track from 1989, Out of the Woods. Having received pre-telecast awards for Best Music Video and Best Pop Vocal Album, later in the evening, Swift won another Grammy for Album of the Year, making music history as the first woman to win the award twice. In what was seen as a sharp rebuke to a new West song in which he took credit for her fame, Swift used her acceptance speech to issue an empowerment statement. I want to say to all the young women out there, there are going to be people along the way who will try to undercut your success or take credit for your accomplishments or your fame, she said. But if you just focus on the work and you don't let those people sidetrack you, someday when you get where you're going, you'll look around and you will know that it was you and the people who loved you who put you there. And that will be the greatest feeling in the world. Swift and Katy Perry, who both dated John Mayer, ended their friendship when Perry allegedly tried to poach some of Swift's tour dancers. Her feud with Perry was her muse for bad blood. For years, I was never sure if we were friends or not, Swift told Rolling Stone in 2014. She would come up to me at award shows and say something and walk away, and I would think, are we friends? Or did she just give me the harshest insult of my life? Then, according to Swift, Perry crossed the line. She did something so horrible, Swift says. I was like, oh, we're just straight-up enemies. And it wasn't even about a guy. It had to do with business. She basically tried to sabotage an entire arena tour. She tried to hire a bunch of people out from under me. And I'm surprisingly non-confrontational, you would not believe how much I hate conflict. So now I have to avoid her. It's awkward and I don't like it. On May 8, 2018, Perry put an end to their feud by extending an olive branch. Literally, she sent Swift an actual olive branch with a note that said, I've been doing some reflecting on past miscommunication and hurt feelings between us. Swift took a break from the spotlight after the massive success of 1989. However, she resurfaced in August 2017 when she testified in a trial against David Mueller, a former radio DJ, she accused in 2013. Mueller denied Swift's allegations and said the incident cost him his job, which led him to sue Swift, her mother, and a radio station employee in 2015. Swift countersued him for alleged assault and battery, and a jury ruled in her favor in 2017 awarding her $1 million in damages as a symbolic gesture. Swift responded to the verdict in a statement, I acknowledge the privilege that I benefit from in life, 
in society and in my ability to shoulder the enormous cost of defending myself in a trial like this. My hope is to help those whose voices should also be heard. Therefore, I will be making donations in the near future to multiple organizations that help assault victims defend themselves. That year, Swift was also on the receiving end of a lawsuit when two songwriters claimed that she stole the chorus of their song, Play is Gun Play, for her hit Shake It Off. Although a judge dismissed the case in early 2018 on the grounds that the allegedly infringed lyrics are short phrases that lack the modicum of originality and creativity required for copyright protection, an appeals court revived the suit in October 2019. In late August 2017, using the image of a snake, Swift revealed that she would release her sixth studio album, Reputation, in November. The image of a snake is a reference to when Kim Kardashian called Swift a snake on Twitter in 2016, after Swift denied that she had granted West permission to use her name in his song Famous. Swift debuted the first single, Look What You Made Me Do, on August 24th, in the music video, Swift played characters of all her misrepresentations. The video had more than 19 million views on YouTube within the first day. Days before Reputation's scheduled November 10th release, its secretive track list was leaked to social media. Swift responded by posting the complete list to her Instagram page, its 15 songs including a collaborative effort with Ed Sheeran and rapper Future, titled Endgame. The two later appeared in the video for the track, which debuted in January 2018. Reputation sold 1.05 million copies in the United States over its first four days. Along with giving the artist her fourth consecutive album to surpass 1 million sales for its opening week, that total made Reputation the top-selling album of 2017. Its successes continued into 2018, surpassing 2 million in sales, while generating the release of seven singles. By the end of the year, Reputation had been honored with favorite pop rock album at the AMAs and top-selling album at the Billboard Music Awards. On April 26, 2019, Swift debuted Me with Brendan Urie of Panic at the Disco, along with a video of the duo singing and dancing amid a panoply of elaborate sets and swirling colors. It became the first single from her seventh studio album, Lover, with You Need to Calm Down and the title track also hitting the airwaves as singles over the next few months. In November, Swift claimed a whopping six wins at the American Music Awards, including Artist of the Year and Artist of the Decade honors. A few weeks later, it was reported that Lover was the only album to sell one million copies in the U.S. in 2019. Swift then managed to grab the headlines once again in February 2020 with the release of the music video for The Man, in which she donned a beard and suit to take aim at the unchecked behavior of wealthy, privileged men. In June 2019, Swift revealed her dismay that her catalog of music from her first six albums up to reputation had been sold by her first label to a company owned by Scooter Braun, manager of artists like Bieber and Ariana Grande, and a person she accused of bullying tactics. Scooter has stripped me of my life's work that I wasn't given an opportunity to buy, she wrote on Tumblr. Essentially, my musical legacy is about to lie in the hands of someone who tried to dismantle it. 
Just before the August 23rd release of Lover, Swift confirmed she would re-record her old music to regain artistic and financial control of her catalog. In December 2019, Swift was featured in a live-action adaptation of the famed Broadway musical Cats, along with Jennifer Hudson, James Corden, and Rebel Wilson. She also teamed with Cats creator Andrew Lloyd Webber to write a song, Beautiful Ghosts, for the film. The chart-topping singer then earned solo billing for Miss Americana, a documentary which covered the makings of her recent studio albums, as well as other high-profile events. Miss Americana premiered at the January 2020 Sundance Film Festival, before earning a limited release in theaters and appearing on Netflix. During much of 2008, reports circulated that Swift was dating Joe Jonas from the popular music group The Jonas Brothers. Neither Swift nor Jonas acknowledged the relationship. He's an amazing guy and anyone would be lucky to be dating him, Swift said at the 2008 MTV Video Music Awards. Whatever their relationship, it seemed to turn sour by the time Fearless was released. The song, Forever and Always, is reportedly about Jonas. Swift was then romantically linked to actor Taylor Lautner, one of the stars of the successful Twilight Saga. The pair reportedly met while filming Swift's big-screen debut, Valentine's Day, which hit theaters in February 2010. Unfortunately, the couple didn't make it long enough to see the premiere as a couple, having broken up in late 2009. Swift then dated Mayer for a brief period, which ended on bad terms when she wrote the tell-all song, Dear John. From there, Swift was romantically linked to Glee star Corey Monteith and Jake Gyllenhaal in 2010, and Connor Kennedy, son of Robert F. Kennedy Jr., in 2012. She dated another celebrity at the tail end of 2012, bringing in the new year with One Direction's Harry Styles, but the relationship ended in 2013. In 2015, Swift dated Calvin Harris, a music producer, DJ, and singer, though the couple reportedly broke up in June 2016. Shortly thereafter, Swift began dating actor Tom Hiddleston, but the couple split three months later. Swift's been dating actor Joe Alwyn since October 2016. The couple met at the 2016 Met Gala, and the actor inspired songs like Gorgeous and Call It What You Want on her Reputation album. Taylor Swift is incredibly superstitious. The number 13 is her favorite number, claiming it is her lucky number, which is why this number is on virtually everything she owns. She has a number 13 decal on the nose of her jet and even writes 13 on her hand before every show. Taylor Swift was only 14 years old when she wrote Our Song. She played the song at her ninth grade talent show. It went on to hit number one on the charts, and the music video was also named Video of the Year at the 2008 CMT Music Awards. Her father, Scott Swift, purchased 3% of the record label that signed Taylor Swift, Big Machine Records, at an estimated $120,000. It's believed that her dad also bought the first 100,000 records of her album, Day of Release, to fudge the numbers on the Billboard charts. Gone are the days of touring in a van for Taylor. Now she flies in her very own private jet. This purchase is said to be influenced by actor Jake Gyllenhaal, which she made a few years after he flew her to London and back in 2010. And so ends the tale of the renowned singer-songwriter Taylor Swift, who lived happily ever after, 
captivating the hearts of audiences all across the world.